everyone. Welcome to Tales from the Motherland, a friendly hello to all new listeners and those who have tuned in before. A huge thank you to everyone for the love and support. Today's story comes from East Africa and was collected by Andrew Lang. Today's story contains mild violence. The tale is named The Rover of the Plain. on the edge of the sea. The couple had a son and a daughter. They couldn't wait for the day their children were old enough to get married and start families of their own. As their children became young adults, their parents knew it was time for them to be married. And one day, to their surprise, the family received a letter from a very rich man in another country asking for their daughter's hand in marriage. In return, he could offer an entire herd of ox to the family. The family accepted and was so happy their daughter would be marrying a rich man. This was hundreds of years ago when people would marry their kids off in return for a dowry for them. Times have changed in some places. Anyways, as soon as the family received their herd of ox, they sent their daughter by boat to be married to her new husband and to her new home. After the daughter was married, there were talks among the family about when their son would be married. The father had talked about marriage with his son almost daily. When will you get married, son, he said. You must do so before you're too old. The son replied to his father, If you must know, father, I don't like any of the girls in our town. Please allow me to travel and find my wife somewhere else. So both parents allowed their son to travel in order to find his wife. But they all agreed that if he got in any of kind of trouble while traveling, they would have no part in it. The boy bid his parents goodbye and began his journey for a wife. He traveled for weeks across sea, through rivers, and over mountains. He came to many towns, but didn't come across anyone he liked. Then finally he came to a small village where the people looked very different than where he was from, and he liked that. He walked through the town's afternoon market where there was corn and meat being sold. He noticed one girl in particular that was grinding corn and making stew in her beautiful ceramic pots. She offered him dinner, and the boy knew from that moment that he wanted to marry this girl, and her only. So after spending some time in the town after the next few weeks, he finally mustered up the courage to ask the girl's parents for her hand in marriage. Parents were hesitant to let their daughter go, as she was a big help to them, and they didn't want to let her go. But they did agree that the boy seemed nice and really liked their daughter. So they agreed that the boy could marry their daughter, but he would have to pay them a dowry of some sort first. The young man pulled out a bag of gold coins and asked if this would be a large enough gift. They agreed and went to get their daughter. The two were married at once, and the daughter quite liked her new husband, so was not upset in marrying him. The girl's parents then blessed her and sent her on her way to her new home with her new husband. But before leaving, the girl's mother asked if she wanted to take any of her sisters with her to her new home to help with things. It was custom, but the girl refused to bring any of them along and instead asked if she could take their family buffalo along with her. The rover of the plain, she called him. But the parents did not like this idea at all. You see, the buffalo is the family's buffalo and helped them immensely. He was also the pride of the village. The girl's parents both said, We are not giving you our buffalo. You know that our livelihood depends on him, and he's so happy here. 
What if you take him to a new country and he gets sick? Or worse, dies? You know what happens if he dies. Her mother continued, or what if he doesn't like the food? He's happy here. But the girl insisted that she wanted to take the buffalo with her and promised she would take good care of him. So the parents reluctantly let her take the buffalo to her new home as they knew it would watch over their daughter. The girl and her new husband said their goodbyes and started their journey to their new home. But the girl's new husband didn't notice the buffalo falling behind them. The girl didn't tell him she was bringing the buffalo to watch over her and help her. Finally, the two arrived to the husband's land and his family and the people of the town cheered for the boy when they saw that he had brought a wife back with him. The boy's parents were most happy their son had found a wife, but more happy that he didn't die during his travels. The next day, the boy showed his new wife their land and which of the fields were his and which were his parents. The girl listened closely and then interrupted her husband and said, I dropped my necklace back there. May I go and get it? The girl had done nothing of the sort. She just wanted to go and check on her buffalo in the field. The girl ran up to her buffalo and hugged him. He was delighted when he saw her. She then told him of which field he may roam in, as it was her husband's, and which wood he was allowed to hide under, and which grass he may eat. She then told him of the fields that belonged to her in-laws and warned him not to wander into those ones. I will stay on only your husband's land, said the buffalo. And the girl hugged him and walked away. The buffalo in the coming weeks proved to be a great help, greater than any of her sisters would have been. The girl thought to herself, if she wanted water, she would just leave her bucket next to the buffalo and he would go and fetch her water. If she wanted wood, her buffalo would break branches down and bring them to her. The townspeople did not know the girl had a buffalo and thought she was cutting all of this wood and carrying these huge buckets of water all by herself. They whispered, the girls of her town must be strong and clever. But one day, the buffalo was feeling weak. You see, the girl was having the buffalo do all of this work and not feeding him. So one day, when the girl asked her buffalo to fetch her some water, he collapsed and said to the girl, I cannot work anymore as I'm starving. We have been here for weeks and you haven't fed me any food. The girl replied, well, dear buffalo, I only have one dish and my husband and I eat from it and we can't share with you. What am I supposed to do? I advise you to steal a few beans here and there from the different fields around. Just make sure to not get caught by the owners. The buffalo didn't like this idea as he always lived an honest life, but if his mistress would not feed him, he would have to find food for himself or he would die, and soon. So he did as he was told, and when it was dark, he crept out to the different fields around and ate a few beans here and a few there, and returned back to his fields when he was full. In the morning, the townspeople that worked in the fields noticed that an animal had eaten all of their beans and left a mess as well, and destroyed some of their crops while trying to get to the beans. The townspeople were enraged and wanted to find the animal that had done this. The girl heard of this and ran to tell her buffalo, My dear friend, the people know what you did, so tonight, when you look for food, you should do it further away, so you don't get into trouble. And the buffalo agreed and listened to his mistress. In the morning, the townspeople came with their weapons, determined to find the animal that had accidentally destroyed their crops. It just so happened the buffalo's hoof prints were left behind from the previous night. It also just so happens that the girl's husband was the best hunter, and he hid himself in the grass and waited to see if he saw an animal. The buffalo was heading back to his owner's husband's field to lay in the grass when her husband saw him. The husband was amazed.
Texas as he had never seen a buffalo in his country and didn't know it was his wife's and he thought it would be a great prize to catch it and kill it. So he pointed his gun at the buffalo and shot it. The poor animal fell to the ground at once. The young man told the townspeople that their crops would be damaged no more as he had killed the culprit and it was buffalo. When he returned home, he found his wife crying at the news of the buffalo he had killed. Her husband asked her what was wrong, but she did not tell him that the buffalo had served her and was her friend. Instead, she just cried. The girl, although sad to see her friend gone, went to see the townspeople divide up the buffalo. She watched as they divided up her dear friend, the buffalo, among the townspeople. Then she finally got up and said, I would like the head, please. Against her husband's advice, she took the head of her friend home and laid by it all night in their shed. Her husband asked her to leave the head and come to bed, but she refused. Her in-laws tried to get her away from the buffalo's head as well, but she listened to no one. None of the family knew why she mourned so over the buffalo. She asked them all to leave her be, so they did. But her husband was worried, so he stayed close by. Plus, he wanted to know what his wife was going to do with this buffalo head. You see, the girl had brought herbs from her country with her. The people of her country knew magic, and she was going to try to bring the buffalo back to life. She had not been a good friend or owner to him, she realized. So in the middle of the night, she quietly boiled some water. And when it was hot, she poured the medicine she had brought from her home country into the water. She then made a small incision in the buffalo's head behind his ear near where the gunshot had hit the buffalo. Then she blew into the incision with all her might until the buffalo's blood began to move. She then patched up the buffalo's wound and held the head over the hot water with the medicine in it, so the steam flowed into the buffalo's head. She then sang a song in a very low voice. It was called Rover of the Plain, and within minutes, the buffalo's head began to move, and his limbs grew back. The buffalo began to move and shook its head. Just as the buffalo was doing this, the girl's husband came to check on her, but the girl told him to go. Just as she said this, the buffalo fell to the ground again, and again it was just a head. Her spell had not worked, so she tried it again and again. The buffalo began to move and had limbs, and she rejoiced. This time, her husband said he wasn't taking no for an answer and wanted to know what his wife was up to so late. So he burst into the shed, and as he did so, the buffalo was just ahead again. Her husband asked to watch whatever it is his wife is doing. She would not have it and left the shed with the buffalo's head and her medicine and performed her spell once more to bring the buffalo back to life. Third time's a charm, right? But she was too late. It was almost dawn and the magic did not work anymore. So the girl left to the lake to bathe that morning and when she came back, she was sobbing. She went to her husband and said, I met someone at the lake that gave me word that my mother is very ill. I have to go back to my home country at once but I will return as soon as I can. But this was all a lie. She only wanted to return home to let her parents know that they were right and the buffalo had died in this new land. She traveled long and far when she finally reached her home and let her family know that the buffalo had died. Her family was very upset. You see, the local juju man had told the family that if the buffalo died, then her daughter must die as she had killed their sacred animal. As the buffalo is the most cherished animal in their country and a symbol of their pride, the girl was given a cup of poison that she drank at once and died beside her beloved buffalo, Rover of the Plain. That ends our story today and tells from the motherland. Thank you so much for listening, and don't be a stranger.
I will have new tales for you every week. Thank you.